this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 58 of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. I am your host, Ajelos, and with me this afternoon, she who eats all the tears, rides all the guar, and frees all the Argonians. That would be Thais. How are you doing? Horrible, actually. Horrible? Why horrible? horrible? Pregnancy is hard. Pregnancy is hard? Yes. Is it because of the little Nord growing? No, that's that's fine. It's like the heartburn, and like my legs are swollen, and I'm always tired. And did I mention the heartburn? It's because you're not a hardy Nord. You're a little Breton slash Argonian hybrid. Yeah. Very weak constitution. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. All right. Uh, also joining us, the man running the stream and standing in a corner, from what I can tell, that would be Esteldian. How are you today, good sir? I'm doing well, thanks. Just waiting for my slacking heater to get in the stand done so we can get started. <laughs> I was wondering why uh, why you're you know, standing. Uh, I thought you were being bad or something. Yeah, nope, just waiting. Nice. All right, all right. What dungeon are you running at the moment? Uh, the Daily Bridge, uh, Veteran Wayrest. Ooh, Wayrest Sewers. Very nice. All right, and also joining us, uh, writer for Dungeon Crawler Network and pretty much awesome guy all the way around, that would be Avi Optimal. How are you today, good sir? Uh, I'm doing great, enjoying my first weekend off in a really long time, so it's nice. Nice, nice. Uh, do you work most weekends? No, I usually work Saturdays and then have Sundays off, so this is my first time having Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all off, so it's heavenly. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Awesome. All right, well, I guess it's, uh, we had a lot of news this week, uh, since we didn't really have a lot of news the past couple weeks, so we might as well just roll right into that. Uh, first up on the news bit, something that I follow pretty closely and that was really exciting to me is Beyond Infinity got the first, the world first clear of Serpent Trial hard mode. That was pretty awesome. Um, I know, how how long has it been since Serpent Trial came out? Was that update four or five? Was it four or five that it came out? Anyone know? Uh, no, I can't, I can't remember. Four, surely. 
Was it four? I, I knew it was a while ago, but even update four, it's been quite a while since since that's actually come out. So um, it, it's taken quite a bit, and it actually, um, you know, my one buddy in Guild, he was kind of joking about it, going, you know, it only took a complete revamp of the attribute system and the inclusion of champion system to allow it to be beatable. So that's that's interesting. I mean. I, I like the, I like hard content, so it's always interesting to me when it takes a long time when someone finally does clear something. So that that's really cool. So congrats to those guys. Um, Seldian, how close are you to finishing that hard mode Serpent Trial? <laughs> I haven't got as far as the entrance to normal mode yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing better than me. I haven't even seen Hellra or uh, um, Ethereum Archive yet. It's just... I gotta find people to go. I'm sitting there, all VR14, legendaryed out on all my gear. You know, sitting there like a kid waiting to go to like a, a I don't know, a baseball game. I'm going. So now he's gonna show up soon. Someone will be here to take me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, my girl's just gearing up to start doing AA and hell now that we've actually got it up and running. Very first nice. event next Friday, so. AA Hellra first, then maybe who knows, Sanctum of Fear a week later. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, right. Why not? Hard mode, obviously. <laughs> uh Arknir did confirm that Serpent Trial was in update four, so it's been several months. Uh and they and this is the first guild to clear hard mode, so that is really cool. Really, really cool. Alright. Uh anyone have anything to say about that before we move on? Thais, obviously. Uh yeah, I have nothing to say because I'm not VR fourteen. I noticed. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I think it's someone same here. Left me in the dust. Someone left you in the dust? Yeah. I don't know who that'd be. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, this week, um, obviously, some of the big news that came out is this is a patch note that hit. We are now officially in the new era of The Elder Scrolls Online. We are 2.0 at this moment. And with that came Tamriel Unlimited, a.k.a. the buy-to-play version of ESO. So they came out with a small patch that had a number of fixes and stuff included with it. Uh, mostly fixes for Enlightenment, yeah, and uh, random UI error messages, etc., etc. Uh, and they also rolled out the Crown Store with that. And actually, I think that's a another news article, so we can actually talk about that as well. As, as soon as I highlight and do the strike throughs, so I know what I talked about and what I didn't. Um, so let, let's talk about the Crown Store, you guys. What do you think of it so far? Uh, let's go, Avi. All right. Well, um, yeah, I like it so far. I like uh, all the choices. I could have sworn. They had a, a lot more choices in there. Do you know? Do you guys know if they took some things out before it released, or is that pretty much what it was like during uh, the PTS? You know, in the PTS, I I know they added some things. Um, yeah, one big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which we'll we'll talk about then. And I don't, you know, I really am not sure. I really feel like they just added some, not really took anything away. Okay. Well, yeah, I like it for the most part. I really like the mounts, and I really like the costumes. Oh, man. I still like my costume idea better, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I like that idea, too. I really dislike how you can't put a tabard over a costume, though, so you kind of have to pick one or the other. Right. 
that is that is kind of annoying, especially if you liked wearing a tabard with a mix of other stuff. So, um, face. Yes. Crown store. What are your thoughts? Oh, I've enjoyed it so far. I'm waiting for more Guar mounts because I bought the Guar mount. There's like four more coming. Oh, I'm so excited because <laughs> I, I already spent a whole bunch of a whole bunch of crowns. Excellent. Well, yeah. why don't we why don't we just roll right into that question too? And I'll go back to Avi after this. But what have you spent your crowns on? Oh, uh, let's see. I bought one of the Guar mounts because I just I had to. And I think that was the first thing that I bought was the Guar mount, and then I bought a, the uh, the piebald horse because I love I love paints. So I bought that, and then I bought the the house cat. I was gonna buy the wedding dress, but I decided against it. So I bought the, the shaman <laughs> costume pack, but I actually haven't used it because I'm I'm still enjoying my dark seducer set. Okay, that's that's still my favorite so far. So, hmm. all right. The next time I get some more crowns, I'm gonna buy the the, the next Gwar mount. Okay, nice. Um, let's go back to Avi. What have you been spending your crowns on? All right. Well, uh. I didn't get too many crowns since I was a little, a little newer to the game, but I got uh, the Guar, of course, finally, and I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I also got the Panther, which I'm uh, really disappointed in. I'm not too happy about that pet at all. It's just a giant, awesome-looking Panther that will come and stand right next to your legs while you're in a big battle and just kind of stare at you. <laughs> and, and that dis it disappoints me a little bit every time I'm about to die I kind of look at him and go you gonna help me at all no uh, okay alright well nice knowing you right. yeah so I prefer the smaller little animals so I'm gonna go pick me up one of those dogs as soon as I get me more crowns okay alright um, still being good sir what do you think of the crown store and what did you spend your crowns on I actually bought the knight's outfit, not surprisingly. Yeah. Um, actually, I didn't buy anything for most of the week because I wasn't that interested in anything in the store. However, my new PvP build still requires me to use those sandals, so I went and purchased the knight outfit so I can hide my open-toed shoes. So that's all I bought because I got my sentry mount, so I don't need anything else in terms of mounts. <laughs> so I'm a happy man. So I'll save it for when that new armor comes out. Nice, nice. Okay. Um... I guess me. So far with the Crown Store, um, it, there wasn't as much as I had thought there was going to be. Um, I mean, I, I know they have more coming and that'll uh, start flooding through. I'm actually kind of curious whether or not they're going to... This is something that really kind of annoys me, is Guild Wars 2 retires outfits and, and stuff like that after a certain period of time. Um, so they go away. So if you don't, if you didn't buy them right then, you lose the chance of getting them. And that bothers you? It does to an extent, especially if I didn't have the money to get the crowns, or if I'm waiting for my subscription to read go over, so I have more crowns. It, it, it's I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It, it is interesting. It's a way of making it kind of unique, if you will. But I don't know. Maybe it's also a way of going. We don't want to over over you know saturate people when they open up the store go oh my goodness it'd take me a thousand dollars worth of crowns in order to buy everything if they join five years later i think they might try to obviously just as as people how people act is if it's a huge fee right up at front it, it tends to drive people away 
if it looks smaller going, oh, if I only have to spend like 120 to get everything, that doesn't sound so bad. I could do that. And then they rotate them in. They may have $5,000 worth of stuff out there. They just rotate it so the store doesn't look inundated with 9 million things. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I was kind of thinking they were going to release more of the, the cat mounts as well, but they didn't. I mean, they're going to do that a little later. Maybe they want to uh, preserve a little bit of the new and shiny for the uh, the um, people who got the Senche Tiger mount, which is awesome. Because, I mean, for those of us who did stay the entire time, stayed subbed, it was a nice little reward. I even like the little flavor text on it that goes, hey, you know, this was a, a gift for the people who stayed subbed from, you know, April until the launch of Tamriel Unlimited. So... That, w- that was pretty cool. Albeit, I will say, I already got a few people who were complaining about it. People who didn't get it went, what, we're not allowed to get it now? Like, people who bought the game day one. Or not day one, like, uh, uh, Tamro Unlimited people going, why can't I get it now? Or why isn't it available for me? It's like, it's, it's a little It's a little sad to see it ride by you and go, oh, man, I'm not get one of those because i think i'm the only person here who didn't get it but i i definitely understand every time i see it ride by you know it's like they deserve it they've been here and they supported the game since the beginning and it's nice to see those fly by because then you know that that player helps support the game yeah is it bad that i enjoy making other people feel bad that i have that mount (laughs) (laughs) you You are the circling around them it's fine i'm the same way i'm happiest and i know i'm happier than other people (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's just it's some of the people now i i will say this i do feel sort of bad for the people who like i know quite a few people who've been following the game uh who were who wanted to get it for the consoles like they don't have a pc but they've literally been following it just as long as we have you know like I specifically, I'm not going to shout out names, but I know there's people who follow our Facebook page, who I talk to fairly frequently, who are waiting for console release. They've been following us since, like, episode one. So they've been following the game for as long. Yeah, they haven't been supporting it with the, the fee or anything, but, you know, even when before the subscription fee was going away they had plans to get it they were like i don't care i'll get it on console i'll pay the sub fee plus the gold you know xbox gold i don't care you know they were all gung-ho for it and um i feel bad for some of those people who are waiting on console release but i don't feel bad at all for the people who got it on tamriel unlimited waited for the buy to play switch over and then went why did i not get this are the people who started playing and then left playing because they're like, oh, I got tired of veteran ranks. They, it sucks, so I left. Well, you know, you, you, you're you right. You did. You had the right to leave because you didn't like the gameplay. That's fine. But then coming back when, you know, eight months later going, well, why did I not get this? Well, because you weren't loyal to the game. Those of us who stuck it out and were like, you know, they'll make it better, you know, stuck with the game, and now we're being rewarded for it. I don't know. I, I I mean, you are going to get Tiger Mounts in the Gem Store or Crown Store later, mixing my two buy-to-play games together. You'll be able to get a Tiger, not a Tiger Mount, but some sort of Cat Mount later. This is just a special skin to kind of show off going, um, you know, just, just to show that we're a little special. 
Uh, Dizzy Valentine. So what about the people who are here for like eight months just under long enough to get it? That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> buddy. Um, they could have bought a few months' time card to get themselves ahead like everyone else. Yeah, yeah there was a way around that. Well, not anymore. As of the 17th, yeah, that's anymore. over. Um, Naughty, Naughty, yeah, 77 had Xbox One Collector's Edition reserved since February 2014. Yeah, I feel bad for those guys. Because oh. technically... I'd give them it because they bought it and pre-ordered yeah, yeah, they've done that. They weren't paying sub fee, but it's not like they wouldn't if the game was out for their console. You know what I mean? So serves them right for not having PCs. <laughs> wow, I get hate mail. I don't understand this. What? You can't hate me. It's impossible. It must be what it is. Um, I'm the tear eater. Everyone knows this. I know. See, that's what I, I, I need to come out with not being apologetic. I just need to be like, yeah, no. And then people will hate you more. I know, but then maybe they won't say anything about it. Just... <laughs> oh, I don't care. Um, but yeah, like, <sighs> Dizzy, with people who were under your situation, which I don't know what your situation is, but I know quite a few people who bought the game and pretty much bashed it afterwards. And then when they found out about Tamriel Unlimited, it was going by to play. They came back. They're like, hey, I'm coming back. Oh, they're getting a, a, a Tiger Mount. I'll just buy a bunch of Crown Store so I get all or the, the, sub, the sub cards so that I can get that year's worth of time. It's like you left and we're bashing the game after you left. And now because, you know, I, I would did not support the uh, the idea of being able to buy cards to match up the time. Just because I know the people who did it were people who like let played the game for a week, you know, like they were streaming it when they thought it would be popular. When it wasn't popular, they left, and now they're just throwing money at it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm elitist. No, no one else agrees. Face, you gotta agree with me. No, yes, yeah, so I'm dealing with some out. lag issues. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Lag issues. Okay. All right. We've had a lot on the EU server recently, unfortunately. Ugh. I've what actually, um, I've actually had issues last night, which I'll get into it. We were having instance wide freezes in some of the dungeons. Yeah, Did anyone else we, experience that? That's pretty much what I'm getting now. Oh, we had it, we had it in Vet DSA earlier as well. We well, I I thought it was me stage. because obviously I'm DSL, so whenever I hit a little bit of lag, I'm like, well, obviously it's something me and. The person I was running with, uh, Roxy, was like, no, I got lag, too. He's in Australia. I'm like, okay, well, then it's just both of us. The other two people in our group, yeah, no, we froze, too. Like, we, the entire server lagged, so that was kind of weird. I only noticed yeah. it in instances, though. Yeah, all four of us in Vet DSA earlier, and just now I went up to a 1,000-odd ping, and I'm still at almost 400. Ooh. I did glitch or freeze the other day when I was playing. Remember, I was jumping off the ledge, and I completely froze, and I had to restart the game. So I did. I did hit something similar. Oh, that you know, that's something we can talk about too. How many people have been getting a lot of these random freezes now, where your entire screen just freezes? Like it doesn't. It doesn't give you the uh, the crash box. It just literally freezes your screen when you're running. You'd be doing anything, and all of a sudden just freeze. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then this when has I... been happening to me a lot since the new since the new patch happened. Yeah, it's been uh, since the new patch happened. It happens to me two or three times a play session, um, fairly consistently. It's it's pretty rough. Uh, Clan of Orphan. Oh, poor guy. I bought the game. Uh, I bought I bought game played or wait. 
Sorry, dude. I bought gameplay every day since launch. I'm reading exactly as it was written. Uh, glitch in the beginning caused uh, my sub fee um, to be granted a free 60 days. So they called support, but because you got a free 60 days, you don't get anything. That sucks. Um, Dizzy Valentine in chat. Uh, doing vet dungeons. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. A <laughs> level 40 dual wield. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk about those crashes because that's really, really weird. Um, another thing that we can kind of talk about with the um, implementation of buy to play, I have a little bit of a, a little rage thing going on, a little rant that I'm going to talk about. Um, and this is the good old buy to play community out there. Yay. Thanks for coming back. Bunch of D holes. Um, the day Tamriel Unlimited came out, like, we saw a huge amount of players come in. Like, lots of them! It was awesome. And with the players comes the trolls. There was a player standing in Stonefalls, like the first zone everyone logs into when you first start playing, shouting in all caps, SPOIL ALERT FOR NEWBIES, and then was outright saying what was happening in all the major quest lines. You do realize that that couldn't have been a buy-to-play player, right? Because they wouldn't have been able to finish all the quests. I know, but it's still, like, that could have been someone who hated the game and came back to it. Yeah, but that's not the buy-to-play's fault. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, because you're giving those troll people the ability to come back. It's a good chance, yeah. It's a, it, it's a good chance that the person who came back was someone who hated the game when they bought it, and now that it's free, came back and was just shouting out. And All maybe only came back to ruin it for the new people who turn up, and now he's gone again. Yeah, exactly. He's sitting there shouting out answers to all the quests, going, you know, so oh, when you do this quest in the rift, this is what happens. It's like, wow, great. And people are like, just ignore him. I'm like, I'm not worried about me. I finished the quest. I feel bad for all the new people coming in who are now, you know, he'd be like, oh, but I said spoiler alert. Well, of course. What's the first thing you see when someone does an all-cap spoiler alert? You look. It's just human nature to go, oh, what's he spoiling? I mean, you're not going to look away. You're going to look and read it. Well, that's their fault for not looking away. Okay. But it's the, it's the matter of why is he posting it in the first place? Oh, yeah. He, he's why? doing it just to be, you know. And I was I was so upset when I saw that. I'm like, our awesome community has already been inundated with giant D-holes. That's the second time you've used that big word. Inundated? Yes. What's wrong with that? Oh, nothing. I was just... Should I pull uh, out another big word? Archipelago? Archipelago? I thought the holes wasn't that big a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's really, really upsetting that the community has already taken such a big drop. And I've actually seen it now. No, no, no. It's not just one person. It's not just one person. I see face over here going, but it's one person. I've seen people, who, at least before, people's naming schemes for the most part were fairly, um, I don't know, like Elder Scrolls friendly to an extent. There were a few people. You know how many angelic boobs, giant uh, dickhole supreme, things like that that, um, that I've seen in chat. Like, so many. So many. Um, I've been reporting people's names left and right, so I hope they get banned. Have you been seeing anything like this in veteran zones? Or is it mostly just in the starter zones? Mostly just in starter zones. 
mostly just starter zones. I haven't seen, like, whenever I'm in veteran-ish zones, it's mostly still the old player base. It's always when I go back to Stone Falls to do something, it's, it. that's where I generally see it. That's where I generally see it. Um, have you guys not seen any of that yet? Uh, I haven't. I don't really have zone chat on. Oh, okay. No zone chat. That helps. Um, Avi, how about you? No, I haven't seen anything anything that negative. I've met a few new players in veteran in veteran zones who I've actually been playing with who said they just came back to the game. So I've actually met a, a few cool people from this. So. I've met now. I'm not saying everybody. I've met quite a few nice new players who just got the game, and that's wonderful and all. But the the troll level has increased exponentially. Yeah, it's scary for the people who are just starting out in the game because some of those people might not even know how to turn off the chat and right. all of these little basic things that they kind of have to learn the mechanics of the game and all that fun stuff. Um. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Thais, have you seen any of this? No, I haven't, but I don't really read chat. Oh, well. So. Well, I've been on a recruiting spree, like, the past few weeks for, uh, the Wings of Fate Guild, so I'm almost specifically in zone chat, so I see a lot of it. But if anything like that bothers me, I just switch tabs, and I think I just, I don't like it, so. Right, and, you know, th but that's, I, I've done the same thing, too. I've, it's not, this is not my first MMO. Obviously, I've played lots of others. I'm used to this kind of behavior, but before we had such a wonderful community that we didn't have to do those things. Um, now it's sad that we have to do those things. Yeah. See, when I used to stand in town before, though, I would see the trolls. Like it's not like the trolls magically just popped out of the woodwork. No, there were they're... trolls before. But now that it's a style of game that you don't particularly enjoy, you're just like, ah, raging. No, I, I enjoy. I well, just... no, you enjoy the game, but like the body-play model? Like, well, yeah, because like... I know it brings in a certain level. It, 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 at least it's not as bad as like the complete free-to-play model, because there is at least a little bit of a price gate going in. But, it, you know... It, it did kind of bring in the the trolls in force. Yes, there's always trolls in every game, but now there's more of them. They congregate together. They're like piranhas. One drop of blood in the water, there's like millions of them. Normally, there's only one swimming around in the river. Yeah, that's great. And then you cow falls in, and it's gone in three seconds. Did you have to pick a cow? Could have been anything. Could have been a person, but I figured that might have been a little too dark. No, I, li I like cows more. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Why, hello, everyone in chat. I see we got quite a few people in there now. Um, all right. Uh, does anyone have anything else to say about trolls before I move on <laughs> and try to take away from the negativity? But no. No, I think we're good. All right. We're going to move on to the next little bit of news. And probably the biggest bit of news I think that's ever happened in the game ever, and that would be Netch plushies. <laughs> yeah. Like I, this just beats this beats the launch of the game, okay? And that would be Netch plushies. So, who already ordered one? No, okay. <laughs> uh, I haven't yet. But, I haven't you know, yet. Have you been it's on, the back, it? it's on the back of my mind. All right, no, all right. Not, re not really. No. I think I crossed yet. I have not. And the only reason why I have not is because there's no in-game pet that came with it. If it came with, like, a little Netch pet, 
I probably would have bought it like day one, like through that my would, credit card at the that screen. Would have been so awesome! Oh man, like just a little net, like little pet, like that float around. Or that would have been great. I would have bought it day one, but because it's just the physical item, I don't know. I mean, I like the physical swag, but when I do, I like the books. Like I buy them. Well, then just get one and give it to me. Oh, okay. Since since you obviously don't want it, but I do. But you do. Yes. Because you like Natchez. Yes. Okay. I'd have to add it to the rest of my plushies because they're sad. They're sad? Yes. Well, we, we got your Guar plushie over there in the mud tick. I know. Well, now I need a, <laughs> now I need a Natch. A Natch. To go with the, to go with the, the mud tick. The mud tick. <laughs> to go with the mud tick and the Guar. I, I always call it a mud tick instead of a mud crab because it does. It looks it like does. a giant tick. It does. It looks like, like, you know, yeah, a mud tick. The Elder Scrolls mud tick. The mud tick. All right. Uh... Still being good, sir. Have you uh, have you bought yourself a Netch blushie? Uh, no. Has your uh, has your significant other made you buy a Netch blushie yet? Uh, nope, not that either. Because of course we'd have to do the shipping. Oh, hold on, I where's everyone? Oh crap. Yeah, it's across the big blue wet thing. The big blue wet thing, right? Right. Is that Narnia? <laughs> it's from the movie Muppet <laughs> Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. Yep, it's the big blue wet thing. I see. All right. Uh, yeah, honestly, the only reason why I haven't bought one yet, because you know me, I'm generally, whenever they come out with physical swag that has an in-game counterpart, I, like, throw my credit card at the screen, like, drive down to their offices and just throw money at them. Um, but just the physical thing, if it were a book, I probably would have bought it because I'm still, I pre-ordered the, uh, the stolen name Tales of Tamriel book because they stole our name. But I wanted the book anyway. Um, so I pre-ordered those, and they don't come with any physical. But I like books. I love you know, through them and look through them. So that's always fun. But I guess I might have to buy one. There is a question in chat, I think, for Estelian. Is that Foundry Tactical Combat? Uh, yes, it is. And Combat Cloud and Surrender. Surrender. Uh, I think that's it. Has Srendar gotten an update? Because I tried installing it the other day, and it kept giving me uh, Lua airs every, like, three seconds. Uh, no, I think it's been updated a few times by Garkin. It might be one of the... There might be a, an old add-on and a new one that Garkin sort of repatched. There might be one of the patch-in add-ons. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Oh, for that add-on refresh project? I know a lot of add-ons have... have that the uh, developers abandoned them, have been going through a yeah. little bit of a refresh. Yeah, so I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Arkin here in chat. I just imagined Ag climbing to Zoss headquarter windows and slapping uh, money in the window. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah, that's me. I have a restraining order. They won't let me. Uh, they won't let me come down. It seems. Data which the game can extract. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next little bit. Now they've revamped their website, and with the revamp of the website there have been a few images that we pulled out that we kind of want to talk about a little bit because back at QuakeCon, they kind of previewed like a PVP armor. Uh, at the time, it was just like a giant red, awesome looking thing of steel for tanks. Um, and obviously, a lot of people thought that was the packed version. Well, they have released, if you go to the official site and before, they give you the option to skip the overview and go right to the main site. Or you can scroll down. When you get down to the different classes section and look through that, they've actually attached a bunch of screenshots 
uh, with this unique armor that, you know, is kind of in the forefront here. That's all the packed armor that we saw. And they also have the Almar Dominion and Daggerfall Covenant. And it looks really sick. Have you guys seen this face? I know you have because you're looking at it right now. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then yes, my response is yes. Do you like it? Oh, well, yeah, I always do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm there's... always interested in more armor, although not really like heavy armor. I like the light armor because I like wearing the dresses and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, even look at the weapons on these things. They look really good now. Like everything that they've added to this as terms of armor sets. Um, Esteldian, me and you were talking about this before the thing came out. What do you think about this stuff? I love me some heavy armor that actually looks like heavy armor. So right. I'm all for more of that turning up. Excellent. Avi, good sir. Thoughts? Avi? I think Avi's dead. Yeah, I'm loving it. I think it looks amazing. Like, oh, can you not hear me? I, 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 I heard you right now. You're good. You're good. Can you not hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Am, am I here? You are. You are. <laughs> I think he's lagging, though. Am I? Um, no? Okay. <laughs> All right, Avi, we're going to come back to you. Uh, all right, all right. But yes, <laughs> okay. Um, Estelle, okay. you and I were talking about this prior to this. Armor in this game, I, I don't I don't like it as a whole. I do, I like the weapons because they're all very realistic, like something you would actually see. It's not not so much so heavy fantasy, like, uh, like some other stylized games of like Warcraft, for instance, where the sword would literally weigh like 3,000 pounds if it was actually that big. Um, it's more realistic in that regard, and I like that. But the armor has always had left something to be desired with the way that they designed the game for performance. It looked a little painted on. The mysterious floating knee pads and hip thingies and elbow pads that sometimes just were, you know free floating in the air it was a little weird and they they don't really take a lot of uh a lot of chances with like motifs and stylized uh ornaments for their armor but these ones look pretty good what do you think yeah long overdue it needs to be a step up it's always we'll have their their beginner graphics as it were but right they definitely need to step up and have some proper looking armor with less floaty hip plates and all that other nonsense the paint on look face I can understand why they did the painted on look like I know I know what they were going for and why why that was a choice but after seeing and I completely agree I think that there's so many other games that are a little bit older that look better because of what they tried to do and this game really could be beautiful because the, the scenery is beautiful the oh, armor can be beautiful too character models generally on a scale of one to ten I give the character models like a four but that's only compared to the the world, I think the world looks better than almost any game I've ever seen. Almost any other, not including single players. We're talking MMOs here. Um, Final Fantasy is a really pretty world, but it's very limited. So maybe when Heaven Sword, I mean, limited in space, like you, uh, they have it's, painted. It's very but, linear. Yeah, this this one is very large and open, and therefore they need to design. You know, they need to do a lot more coding and design work because you're not just following a path, and then they can paint the the world as it goes. With this armor, with all the, the little detail, like with the feathers out of the helmet, like this thing's got, like this helmet's got little wings on it. Like even like the shield itself, if they if they really do 
kind of updated a little bit. Like, even if most of it's still kind of painted on, but if the details and stuff are, are mm-hmm. a little more extravagant, they can they can do so much more. Right. They really can. And this looks really nice. Can you go down to a... Uh, yeah, see, even even the Thief one looks really nice. Right. For the people looking. Well, of course, that's an Argonian. So, so that's an Argonian. It's amazing. Uh, I actually like the Aldmari version because they took a little bit of a flare version with the helm, with the uh, the wings coming off the helm and the wings coming off the shoulder. Gives it a little bit more of a 3D look than such a flat painted look. Don't look at me that way. I know they're dirty elves, but I like their armor. Okay, so we can kill them and steal their armor. That's right. Okay, cool. So this, I was very excited when I saw this because this armor actually does look really nice, and the weapons are very nice, like the staff with the the lion on it. What you want to look I'm at like, this one? Yeah, All right. So yeah, the, like the different uh, staves, like they have the the different symbols: the dragon, the 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 winged falcon, the lion. All that stuff to kind of symbolize your alliance does make the game look very neat and gives a little bit of identity. Um, random question for everyone. Do you want this armor to be faction locked? Face. Yes. All right. Avi. Yeah, I do. Uh, Steldian. Steldian. Oh, ooh, what, where, what, where? Do you want this armor to be faction locked? Meaning if you're AD, you can only get the AD version. No, because knowing my luck for Daggerfall one will suck, and I'm like, oh, what's someone else's? In fact, I remember when I first saw the armors, I'm pretty sure Ebonhearts looked the best by far, and the others looked pretty disappointing to me in comparison. Well, I, I mean, Ebonheart is the pack, you know, is the best one out there, so of course theirs would look better. Well, I don't know. I did just say, grossly, that the AD one looked pretty good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. But look at this one down here. It's got dragon horns! <laughs> okay, you look like Alduin. Okay, you look awesome. No, I definitely think it needs to be faction locked. Like, let the let the players have more faction pride because I agree. You, because even right now, there are so many people that are that have the faction pride, and it's it's amazing to see. Like you, you and I fight all the time with the AD players, and <laughs> and and they fight back with us, saying that you know the the pact sucks. It's it's really fun to have a game where people are so proud of their factions. So make it faction locked. Let us let us continue with the pride that we already have. Okay. Um, my opinion generally is, even though this is an Elder Scrolls game and we like the idea of being able to you know do everything, I actually do like the idea of this armor being faction locked to your to your faction, just because it is a way of high level players going, yep. You know, um, yeah, that it is. It's just a way when you're out there, you go, wow, this guy's been fighting long and hard for Ebonheart. Not, and it really should be something that you only get from. Uh, um, actually, I've been doing quite a bit of PvP lately. Oh, have you? Yeah. So, so wait, you're assuming this is going to come out as actual gear to get and not crown uh, store stuff? I actually think this will be a craftable gear, to, or not even craftable. I think it'll be uh, either purchasable or. Like, you get it from bags and stuff at very high ranks. I think this isn't something you can get um, and and be able to actually wear. What I would actually like to see is it being purchable, purchasable, but requiring an alliance rank of a very high alliance rank to actually wear. In PvP? Yep. Oh, no, that's not fair, because I have a lot of faction pride, but I'm a PvP. Well, it's PvP armor. That's what they were even talking about. This was actually going to be a PvP set. 
So I would actually like it to be like you have to be a certain PvP rank to show that you've actually not that you could just farm some AP real quick and get the armor as you want, but actually, um, you know, you fought long and hard for your faction in order to show, oh, wow, this guy's been PvPing for a while as an Ebonheart Pact in order to have that armor. Not fair. You I really keep... like I really like that idea, but then I'd probably never see the armor and a lot of people who only do PvP who who only do PvP. But, but I I will say this. I mean, there's got to be a just like what we talked about earlier with the hard mode clear. There's got to be something for people to go for. And this isn't going to be like Warcraft's version of you have to be like a 2200 ranked alliance, you know, or not alliance, but a uh, gladiator something that's actually hard it, this would just be a time commitment that you actually have to go out because anyone can be, max out their alliance rank given enough time anyone can it's not like oh you have to be world top pvp in order to do it you just need to go out there i think if i'm fighting you know that that particular spot of grass for an hour there is no way mm. i'm going to raise my pvp rank because that's probably the only PvP I'm ever going to see. Okay. Interesting. Oh. So. Yeah. Well, you got to have goals. You eventually, I mean, technically well, speaking. I, I can move from spot of grass to spot of grass while I'm laying flat on my face, but still. All you got to do is throw out a few heals before you die, and then anything that they kill, you get AP for. So. Ah. Yeah. You, you have it easy. Just throw out a heal, and then you're okay. Um. So, before I roll on any further... Before you go any further, link the armor for Ark in oh. chat. Oh. Ooh, I, for, I, or for anybody who's in chat And I moment. closed it. But oh, I'll no. open it up again. All right, good. Just, All right. just for everybody in chat right now. For everyone in chat, I'm posting okay. the link. You could also see it on the there main site, like I said. But that's okay. All right, since we're kind of on this PvP bandwagon, we're going to keep rolling on with a couple of things about pvp um actually face why don't you go ahead and read this first one here and this is from brian wheeler he is the pvp development lead in an effort to give cyrodiil more experience for players of all levels all monsters and guards in cyrodiil will now be veteran rank 12. their health and damage have been adjusted to keep their same difficulty challenge as they currently are at rank 5. We are currently putting this through internal testing for vets and non-vets. Battle leveling stats has been increased to roughly a veteran rank 12 character with even distribution between stat picks and in moderate gear. This is also being tested with the above change to Cyrodiil being vet 12. Experience for killing players has increased by 50%, and we have increased the amount of experience you gain from various quests in Cyrodiil that we're not already giving the highest experience reward possible. We are currently looking at the values of monster experience in Cyrodiil versus other veteran rank zones. Like the siege damage changes, these will also skip PTS and hit live in a patch forthcoming in the next week, hopefully, so feedback here is appreciated for these changes. We'll talk about the Cyrodiil changes about siege damage, but uh, everything going up to vet rank 12. I like it because you you get auto leveled, so you're still good. Okay, good because you know I'm only I'm only level seven because well if you played more me. maybe you. Well, I can't do anything by myself. I have to play with you, and we only quest, and questing is you know, doesn't really give that much experience, and I can't PvP because I fight. Well, grass. actually, as of right now. 
questing gives like the most amount of experience because all yeah. the old grind spots are dead. Oh, are they? They got nerfed to the ground after 1.6. I mean, not not just a little bit. I mean, hard nerf, like beaten in the head with a spiked bat and then ran over with like a dump truck. Wow, that's uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah, Zoss went crazy on them. Like they they all got nerfed. I'm glad to hear it because you reaching veteran rank 14 in two days from that one spot was pretty op. Yeah, but that was hours and that was that was almost like two full days of grinding but still it was two days two full days of grind 40 hours plus <laughs> of grinding in one spot op oh should have taken you like two weeks <laughs> well you could have came with it, and, you and, did. I, and i did yes i did I was there well you did help me out for a little bit yeah, yeah. and you got yeah. what like half a level or something like that but we only went for like two I, I, Level you leveled level. once okay yeah. um but we all were only out there for a little while um <laughs> rocks you're like that was our spot we grinded for so long yeah we were out there for days <laughs> two of us in team speak just all right let's keep going okay i gotta use the restroom hold on all right i'll keep killing <laughs> that's what we did for like two full days a lot of grinding before update six um cyrodiil changes though I'm starting to wonder if Cyrodiil will now be the, you know, with all these different changes, if this will be the new place to level. Uh, Steldian, what are your thoughts? Uh, here's hoping, because I need to get into PvP to finally get my damn cow drops. So anything <laughs> that might encourage me to get in there for a bit longer. A little bit longer? Yeah. Yeah, I might actually put one of my... If this is true and this is coming out, I might put one of my characters in the... Uh, the ones that I'm trying to level in the vet rank or the non-vet rank campaign and see if I can get some levels. Face, what about you? Do you think uh, these changes will affect Cyrodiil and people actually going out and leveling more in Cyrodiil versus questing or whatnot? I think it'll bring questers. Way, way more questers, not PvPers. I don't know if it'll really breathe life into Cyrodiil. Because if you're only going there to level, you're going to be avoiding the battles, you're not going to really be doing the sieges, you're not going to be following, you know, what keeps to take, and things things like that. Okay. But it, it might populate it a little bit more. It might give trolls more of a reason to branch out and attack, you know, poor little noobs. In wedding dresses. Yeah, in wedding dresses. Well, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I think that needs to be an entry. I think that is like a new entry requirement for Cyrodiil. It's like you go to plies like... Please go to collections and equip wedding dress and retry. Wedding dress. Instant you. <laughs> you must be a cross-dressing PvPer. That's right. Yes. In a wedding dress yes. in order to enter the queue. Yep. Nice. Sounds about right. All yeah. right. Avi, good sir. What do you think? Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's going to give people like me a lot more reason to go to Cyrodiil and finally experience it. Because whenever I talk to all of my friends who mostly do PvE and I talk about going to Cyrodiil, we don't really see a point because we're mostly just after getting experience. So this will give us a good reason to finally go in there. Okay, excellent. Um, yeah, I'm... I don't know. I am... Uh... And the thing with PvP is obviously it could be amazing experience if you get in a good group, you're killing players, you're doing you're doing this different stuff. If you're running around in a dead campaign or just getting murdered, it's probably not gonna be that effective. And I don't there's not really a lot of monsters out in they removed a lot of that. 
uh, from Cyrodiil, except for in specific spots like um, Delves and whatnot. But the respawn time in those areas are fairly long, so they don't really make that great of grinding locations because you can kill everything, but it's not not a quick grind. It's generally a little longer. Might might be a little better though. I don't know. Um, because actually, I think you get a bonus. Do you not get a bonus in experience if you're grouped in Cyrodiil? I think there's like a Cyrodiil experience bonus. I don't know. I'm pretty antisocial in Cyrodiil. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm almost positive there is. So then if you group with another person, you get the grouping experience, you get the Cyrodiil experience, all wrapped into one. Well, I'm PvPing that, that, that blade of grass. That's right. Good. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, we were in Cyrodiil for quite a bit. Yeah, but we were doing PvE content. I know, but this would actually have provided better experience for us. Oh, uh, good point. The question Today is, we finished it. Yeah. are the Delves still going to have crappy experience? Or are they actually going to be Are they going to be penalized like our overworld Delves? So if you give the PvP Delves something worth going into, then they could be quite a good grind spot. Mm. With the risk of actually finding players in there as well, so it could actually be quite fun. Right. I like finding players and then stabbing them in the face, because most of the time they're a filthy AD. I prefer stabbing in the back, to be honest, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Go ahead and read the second one for changes coming to Cyrodiil's siege weapon damage. This will be skipping PTS and going straight to live as an incremental patch coming next week, hopefully. With that being said, I figure getting some feedback on direct number changes here is good. Some other changes are in the works too from the combat gameplay team regarding XP and battle. Remember that these changes in damage are versus players, except for the trebuchet extra damage noted versus keeps. Also take note that the goals of each weapon type dictate their damage, so while the catapult damage looks low, it's meant to be low in comparison to a treb. Lastly, the changes to the treb damage, as some of you have noted, will change keep assault preferences to some degree, as well as the flaming oil changes. The DPS of an ice trap, however, is still lower than a standard ballista bolt, since you know it's a ball of ice and not a rock or a flaming rock or a steel-tipped 100-pound bolt. We've bounced these numbers around a few times internally, but have them currently set up and feeling pretty good in our tests. Flaming oil, 9,000... damage tick. This is a bit higher at first, but in the most common situation where several pots are being used at once, we tone this down a bit. Let's see, meat bag? Meat bag. Um, I think you can skip that part. All right, all right. right, That's that's just numbers. Uh, So they're changing the way that the different siege weapons actually have different damage variants and whatnot, but do different effects. So that's actually kind of neat. Might make people carry more than one thing. What do you guys think, Estelle, Dan? I know you don't really PvP too much. Uh, well, I, I do, but I have a fair few catpots on it. But then, to be <laughs> fair, I'm sure the high-end PvPers would love to have loads of stuff. For me, I'm a bit, as I say, because I don't do it enough, I don't have enough AP points, so I'm kind of stuck buying the crappy ones that cost real gold. So my engine choice is limited by that rather than which one's any good. So no meat bag for me because it costs AP points and I don't have enough to spare. <laughs> nice. So All I'm, right. the embarrassing, I'm the embarrassing guy that sits at the siege wall shooting a fire catapult into a wall. And I was like, <laughs> who's that noob? It's like, I can't afford to buy the real ones. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Uh, Avi Gitzer, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, sadly, I've never even gotten to play PvP. Oh, that's right. You crash. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about all of this. All right. Um, 
Dizzy Valentine chat tells me to grind an AD from one to fifty with him next weekend. I will divorce. Him. I don't. I don't think I could, in my heart, really level an AD. Maybe a DC character, but I have there a level three Khajiit, and I think he will remain level three till they shut down the servers. <laughs> yeah, he's literally just there to like pickpocket Queen A Ren and run away. That's all he does. Yep, that's it. All right, now the final little bit of PvP news I kind of want to talk about is. Zoss sort of hinted at um, the possibility of battlegrounds. Now, in this in this source, this was they were talking about AP and whatnot. Uh, increasing the AP for capturing undefended keeps resources would, as people pointed out, generate a mentality of flipping for AP or tower trading since they get more AP uh, more readily, easier than player killing. Now. They were talking about this a little bit, and this came from, I have to look this up here real quick. This comes from Brian Wheeler. No, is that Brian Wheeler? Yeah, it is. Yes, Brian Wheeler. Excellent. So PvP head, so it's good. So he was talking about about the flipping and whatnot. Now he also talks about, we have proposed internally putting Murder Ball, Capture the Flag, and Battleground style games in the towns since some some are tailored for it. Shaden Hall is perfect for a capture the flag type of thing. But for the time being, this requires more code UI time than we currently can spare. So it sounds like they're talking about it, but not necessarily working on it actively. Um, I'm going to say this. I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. The way he's describing this, it makes me feel like he's going to put activities in Cyrodiil, but this will not be instance 10v10 battlegrounds. This will just be stuff to do in Cyrodiil. Face. What are what are your thoughts? I I don't I don't like that. No, I, I would rather queue up for a battleground. Well, yeah, most people would. But I mean, what are your thoughts based on that line? Do you think he's talking about that? Do you? Oh, oh, well, you know what? Oh, I don't. I really don't know. It's one sentence. I don't know what that could possibly mean. Because if that if that well, is what he means, that he's just going that it's just going to be like you walk in, it's like oh, it's an event. That would be dumb (laughs) (laughs) all right well i know that this is something they talk about because they don't want to take away from their cyrodiil but i don't think this will fit the the battleground mentality people want that 10 v 10 or whatever it is the even sides you both start and go to the end uh and good sir what are your thoughts well if it's not instant does that mean anyone can turn up and completely ruin it and gank everyone this is true. Wouldn't this it become true. an absolute haven? That would be your hobby, just running around trying to find guys trying to do a little small PvP and just completely run in and crush them. It would be an absolute breeding pit for uh, nasty, nasty situations, I think. There's but, more of those trolls that you love, so... More trolls? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those trolls don't, care, don't, don't matter to me as long as they're crushing AD. <laughs> they're the EPP trolls. They're the EP trolls that just crush AD, and then I'm fine with this. Um. Yeah, uh, Avi, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems pretty cool. I don't have too much of a say, but eh, I like it. It's all right. Okay. Uh, Winown Stealth says in chat, I think it would be an add to Cyrodiil, but he would prefer real battlegrounds that they would be better. Um, yeah. Uh, Dizzy Valentine, most people who care for small scale are the more skilled players, so they like that small scale to even set, so 
not so much a Zerg fest. But yeah, if they put these into into the towns, because the towns are already there as part of a, a PvE questing type thing um, for dailies and whatnot. So if they add these type of battlegrounds, if they add it as like an event that just happens... I mean, how would you know it's going on unless they added? Well, they were talking about UI times. Maybe there would be like a mark, like a cross sword on the map over the towns, going, "Hey, there's an event there now." But that could obviously just be like, "All right, let's just bring our Zerg of a hundred people over and crush anyone who's in it," you know? Without it being instance, it's just an event, something else to take. And it sounds like a terrible idea that way. Yeah. Well, but it's just, it's just. My opinion. I mean, that's their mentality of what they're they're talking about for for this um, for the game. Or maybe like, it's a phase one. A phase one, yeah. Get it all going, and then from there go. Right now, we've actually got the mechanics in play. Like, why don't we just turn it into a proper battlegrounds now? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> they like dueling? doing phases in this. Dueling? No. <laughs> Anything about dueling yet? <laughs> no dueling. There's no dueling in the game. There will never be dueling in the game. Oh. This coming from. A jealous and it be true. <laughs> so take it as take it as word, and you might as well just leave the game because it's never coming. Aww. I know I crushed your soul. Enlightenment now stacks for twelve days. Oh yeah, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Um, when it works, of course. If it works, yeah. What do I need now? Okay. Um. Yeah, so Enlightenment, 12 days. Um, how long did it stack before? Three. Only three days. Three wow. days, okay. That's a big improvement, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it lets people be offline for longer. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? I mean, everyone calls it the equivalent of rest experience, even though it's not. But the idea is to help people get them quickly, especially if they don't play very often three days isn't really going to much help for the casual guy who's most likely not to be on for three days whereas the hardcore guy is on every day and then gets to, therefore gets to use his enlightenment every single day ironically the old way enlightenment was actually a crippling thing for, for casual people rather than anything to help them at all so it actually <laughs> favored the hardcore that's so a good thing i level in every day right. yeah exactly um i very rarely do anything of note though i just pick flowers so that happens um all right so that that's that's definitely an um, improvement, and I think we had quote unquote a nerd rage coming on. So Steldian, good sir. Uh, well, more than nerd rage. If you looked in the on the forums at all, someone managed to sniff out the picture of the XP potion, fifty percent boost for the crown store coming in. So there was a lot long thread of people shouting their outrage of how it's so pay to win and blah 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 blah. Um, it amused me. Um, Obviously, everyone's got their own opinions, but I always like official forums for the way people can go to the extreme, and it's just the world's ending. Uh, I personally don't actually mind. I'm not that bothered at all. I know people talk about the champ points, but meh. Uh, But some people think it's pay to win, then it's pay to win for them. Yeah, I don't mind this at all. In fact, as somebody who's leveling seven alts, it's actually something I'm really excited about. (laughs) (laughs) Something for you to spend your crowns on. Face. Yeah. looks like he had something to say. How is that? How is... Uh, there's no way that that's pay to win. It's an experience booster. It's not like you're getting stat boosted. 
Oh, it just means that you you just you you still have to fight things. You're just getting a little bit more experience than everybody that, else. That's the grey area, see, because technically it's going to help with champ points, and therefore tap points uh, champ points do give you stats. People are arguing it's therefore pay to win, but I'm with you there. I don't consider it a pay to win thing. The fact is, people play for 18 hours a day. They've got more champ points than me. Boo hoo! That's the way it's going to be. It's how it's always going to be. I could drink some potions and catch up with some of them, or someone who plays less than me can drink potions to catch up with me. Whatever. Also, it's they're still going to have a wide range of people, so it is what it is, and champ points aren't that make or break compared to other things. You could give someone 3,600 champ points, and I know quite a few people who still wouldn't be able to get through Vet Arena or some of the other content that's around, so, yeah. Yeah, see, exactly, yeah, Solian's got it. Gear is where I have a problem. If you can bypass the hard stuff by buying the gear, that to me is pay to win. See, exactly. That that would be that would be pay to win. This is just a little bit of a boost to help players, like like the casual players who want to play, may not have that much time. To, they they may not have you know the, the eighteen hours a day to put in. Hmm. Or yeah. or apparently someone's saying, what about the people who play eighteen hours a day and have the experience pots? Well, if then it. Power to them if they're going to play for 18 hours a day and then still they have the experience miles ahead. Yeah, they're <laughs> miles ahead as usual. What difference does it make? These guys are in a whole new league to us anyway. <laughs> There'll yeah. be less of them than there are, you know, if there's 10,000 guys who play 18 hours a day, half of them might buy the potions, half won't. So before, if you were more casual, you couldn't catch up with 10,000 people. Now you can catch up with 5,000 of them, but not the other 5,000 who have double dipped, as it were. <laughs> so there we are. It's all, all spread out. Enjoy yourself. Get your champ points. <laughs> it's pay to avoid spell scar grinding is what it is oh i actually was thinking man i would have loved to have one of these during spell scar grinding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i tend to think that these should only be for the one to vr14 experience but it's not a very good um business move if they do that because you know that you're not going to have that constant flow of revenue going in so I don't know. That's that's what I think. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be people who have, they don't have to work jobs, they don't have to do all this stuff, who can play more. And obviously, even if I have the experience boost, or they didn't, or whatever the case, they're going to get ahead of you anyway, just because they're doing it more often. Um, you know, I, th I think the real thing should be, why are we not all independently wealthy and can spend 18 hours of the day in game as well? And spending on the points. So... I don't know. I mean, we get 10% extra experience just for being an ESO Plus member, so that's always a plus. The thing that's more important to me, I don't even give a rat's bum about the experience. It's the inspiration boost and the uh, the research time. I wish they had a potion that re uh, reduced research time by like 50%. Then I wouldn't be waiting 30 days for my Nurnhone stuff to finish. Now, that one I don't agree with, because if we had to put in the time to wait all that time, then so should everybody. Well, wait, if that's what I'm spending my time on, why can't I have that? If I don't care about leveling my because champion not, points, but you get champion points. Because you're not actually spending time just sitting in town wait, like, like waiting for it. You're able to go out and do other things while that counts down. You don't need a potion to boost that. Yeah, you do. No, no, you I don't. I want it. No, no. That's that's what's important to me. Well, and that's what all all this gaming generation's about about me. What <laughs> what what matters to me is all that matters to everybody. Wow. Yeah, right. I just went there. Uh, uh, yeah, you did. That's right. All right. Hey, does anyone have anything to say about anything we talked about before we move on? 
Uh, no. no, but one thing to <laughs> no. say, in case anyone's wondering why I'm sitting in Wayrest again, we made a slight boo-boo and killed some zombies, so I'm afraid we're running through this dungeon again to get our gold key. <laughs> <laughs> so if you liked it the nice. first time, it would be even more exciting the second. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, before we move on, I uh, need to say that this episode has been brought to you guys in part by awesome fans just like you guys. If you're not currently supporting the Dungeon Crawler Network and wish to help out, maybe consider donating and becoming a patron of ours on our Patreon page. You can find the links for both the straight donation and Patreon page on DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. If you're unable to support us financially but still wish to support us, consider telling a friend about us. That's the best part. We like uh, interacting with more people. So thank you so much for those who are already supporting us. and You guys rock. All right. We're going to move on to our Elder Scrolls discussion topic. We're actually going to take a step away this week from more of the data mine stuff. And we're going to talk about a topic called Magicka versus Stamina Disparity. Is it an issue or just a perception caused by Magicka being the top dog for too long? Not Face is shaking her head like, no, she doesn't want to do it. So I'm going to make her answer first. No. All right. <laughs> Astelde and good sir. I <laughs> This is uh, your topic. Let's let's talk about this one a little bit. Magicka versus Stamina. Since Update 6 and 2.0 came out and all that fun stuff, uh, it seems like Stamina is now the way to go. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Um, and I am somewhat biased as I've always been a Stamina user. But there was a lot of whining going on about how Magicka is now useless and DPS from Stamina is just so much better. Um, I think it's exaggerated, and purely because, like we said, they've been so used to being at the top, they don't like being at the bottom now. Um, that said, I do think the disparity is too wide. It's, it's pretty much gone pre, what, 1.4, except the other way around, so now stamina is quite considerably ahead. Like, I, I always believe they should, the potential DPS from stamina should be higher than magical, should be higher than a ranged build, purely because you lose time on target more often, and therefore, depending on the movement of a fight, you lose out. You've got Bills posting ridiculous numbers from stamina at the moment, and even with a very heavy movement fight, I'm not entirely sure a Magicka Bill could compete or beat a DPS build at the moment, which is just a bit too skewed. I'm fine with that because I've been stamina since launch, so yeah, screw exactly. all you Magicka people. Yeah, <laughs> screw all you Magicka people who were like, we're not taking you if you're stamina before. Well, now we're not taking you either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's a bit a relief that way around but go cry to your mamas it's like tweak could be done i mean i i think people are over exception because people are getting some very good numbers with magicka anyway so it's not like they're useless like the stamina used to be back in the old days it's just there seems to be a bit too big a boost going on okay. um it looks like she had something to say but first off dizzy valentine in chat in roxiel roxiel's like oh my goodness it is an issue and dizzy is saying stamina is super strong right now with much better sustain than or stain damage than light armor so uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah my, my only comment is is this because I, I even though i was magicka i was still making really bad dps because i'm a horrible dpser <laughs> pack up your ovaries love your love your class enjoy what you picked who cares who does more dps I've been a two-handed Templar exactly. since launch. Exactly! You sucked, and you still kept with it, and you still loved your class. Now now you're on top for a little bit. Well, great. Bit. Now I sucked, and my feelings are hurt. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you're powered through. 
I did. Exactly. I, I, I was a two-handed Templar of Awesome before it was cool to be a two-handed Templar of Awesome. So... So pretty soon, stamina will be back on the bottom, magic will be back on top. It, it'll it'll keep flip flip flopping as more things are, are are brought out and as people are gaining more or champion points. Like it'll, it, I don't think it will ever be perfectly even. It's not. It's just not possible in any MMO. So just play what you enjoy, and 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 love your class and your character. Like who cares who's on top? Doesn't doesn't matter. Oh, such a hippie. Yeah, that's obviously <laughs> a hippie. Um, when people won't take you because you are you can't pull the numbers. See... But people still took you when you sucked. Maybe. They did, Well, that's they? just because I pulled the I'm the host of Tales of Tamriel card, <laughs> but not everyone else can do that. Um, Dizzy Valentine has, has something interesting in chat. Light armor should have the highest DPS, lowest survivability. Medium armor should have decent DPS, decent survive, and heavy armor should have crap DPS and hardcore survivability. I actually agree with that in the, in the standard, you know, this is, this is what it is, but I think we have to look at mechanics more before yeah. that can actually be realized because right now it, it's to the point where yeah if they are more squishy right now they are but there's there's nothing that really makes it so it's hard for people to actually get hit or not get hit or that they actually have to do in most cases like there there's most people could just heal through it should it be people would complain then going, oh, I can pull 30,000 DPS in, 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 you know, a five minute fight. But if something breathes on me, I'm dead. What will we hear? We'll hear people complaining, going, oh, it's too easy for me to die. I can't block anything. Well, maybe you shouldn't be able to block anything. Maybe you should just die outright. Maybe you should have went stamina. But I mean, then does that go to a do people have to carry multiple sets of armor and weapons? Uh, do they have to be able to like, quick respect their character because it's like, oh, this fight has um, has more damage going out, so everyone has to switch to medium or else we're not going to be able to beat it. Or this one's really easy to kite or to avoid the, the mechanics. Everyone go light to have the highest amount of damage. Um, I don't know. I do wow. agree that, me, you know, should they be balanced? I think, I think balancing the two DPS... Um, is actually the better way to go because as a ranged character, you already have the advantage over stamina because we actually have to be in there, you know, with the fire landing on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. You guys can stand back at a safe distance. That is the difference. Yeah. Survivability is just clouding the issue. That That's never really, it's always come up as an argument saying, oh, well, medium or, stout or melee people have more armor. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really work that way because at the end of the day, if you're not in heavy, you're pretty squishy anyway, so what difference does that extra bit of armor really make for the most part? What you're looking at in an ideal world, if you want to set it for balance, is on a fight which is static, like the blood spawn in a Spindle Clutch, a stamina user should win the DPS race without an issue against the Magicka guy. Meanwhile, if there's a slight bit of movement, then he should still win, but not by much. And then as soon as you've got more movement coming on, it just becomes a case where the Magicka guy's going to win, and then if it's a high movement fight, then the the melee guy's not got a chance in hell of keeping up. At the moment, that's not the case. Even in a high-movement fight, potentially the stamina guy, if he's good, can still get crazy good numbers. Um, yeah. So that's where the problem is, and it needs to be addressed slightly. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I think I think what would really affect this is, I mean, they're even going in chat that it's not so much about weapons, which it's not. It's not range versus whatever, because bow is stamina. But maybe it's more the way that armor's portrayed. Like, maybe they should seriously, like, I mean, they kind of do with the champion system. Maybe they need to advance on it a little bit more to try to uh, force people away that the full anything doesn't work if you go full light yeah you do do more damage but you die at a single hit um maybe you have to weigh the balance of do i wear medium to get extra these items do i wear more heavy to, for survivability how do how do you balance that face no no nothing all right avi how about you sir uh you know i think stamina finally has its day I think that it's gonna it's gonna be a while for them to find an actual balance that's gonna be equal between mm -hmm. magic and stamina, and it's always gonna go bouncing back and forth, and people are gonna get mad about it. But me personally, I'm loving this. I like finally <laughs> have, <laughs> you know, I like finally having abilities that can be based off of my stamina, and not having to find that that in between. Going okay, I'm gonna be a stamina base, but if I want to use any of my class's abilities, I gotta find a way to mix some magic in there so uh, i'm enjoying this a lot i think the stamina players finally got their day mm. it won't last <laughs> oh no, it, en no enjoy it while it's here. yeah enjoy it while it's here yeah just mock them while you can <laughs> um that's another thing that kind of annoys me uh roxio brought it in chat talking about stamina bonuses stacked to five pieces medium to seven i hate the fact that one of our best DPS skills, which is the uh, like twelve percent damage boost, requires all seven pieces of medium. So we can't actually mix and match if you want to go full out. That's I'm, really backwards. I'm not convinced that's true. I'm sure it's a bug in the way they've written it. I'm sure five pieces counts as a full set. I'll have to check again later. But I took a piece of my armor off earlier, and I still have the same boost because hmm. I use I use five medium and two heavy in my. DPS spec, and I'm sure when I swap out, I still got the 12% bonus. I'll have to double check now. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious because I like the idea of the you know two heavy and five medium, but uh, and Rox is why we no get 12% damage boost for seven light. I agree. I I think they should. I think it. I almost feel like, and this may be an unpopular opinion, uh, but I'm trying to think of the word. <sighs> Hamid starts with an M uh, or an H. I know it's where you make all the classes very similar. Why am I drawing a blank on this word? Oh, well, homogenize or something. Thank you. It? Yeah, something along those lines where it's pretty much light should be exactly the same as as uh, the stamina just for Magicka. You know, like it really should like they should pretty much do exactly the same. But you wear Magicka stamp or light uh, for, you know, everything else and i don't think maybe one way that might affect uh stamina and bringing it back back down a little bit maybe reduce some of the damage you get from it and make it so that your damage isn't necessarily affected by your armor your armor as much but it gives you more resources to dodge out of the way but not necessarily affect your damage as heavily this is a really weird question based on I mean, obviously, it's just a tweak of the numbers because how was it before that five or seven light pulled nine million times more damage than stamina? And now they just kind of did a flip flop of this. It's just tweaking of numbers. Now people are starting to feel a little bit more squishy because of the way they told uh, 
light armor now. It, it's really, really weird. No matter what, I know I'm safe because I'm a healer. I. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're always going to need healers. They always need healers, but if the healer's dead because they're wearing light armor and get crushed, then I don't know. Oh, I, good point. I almost feel like what, what will be very interesting is... Here's an idea for chat and everyone. Um, shields and wards that used to appear in other games, like Skyrim and whatnot. When the spellcrafting system comes out, do you think this might be a way of increasing survivability for magic classes making them put wards on their bar that they have to cast these short-term wards and they can do it when abilities come in like when you know a big aoe is going to hit you have to cast your ward if you don't you may get crushed thoughts yeah maybe although to be fair even now with the right sort of gear setup even light isn't that squishy people talk about falling over it's like well I play with people in, in full light, or some do five and two, but mostly light, and they're still running in there and impulsing the hell out of things. They're not falling right over. <laughs> so make, people just have to adjust a bit and be a bit more clever, make sure they notice that big, scary attack coming at their face. If you don't block it, you're going to die. You used to be able to get away with it a little bit with the light armor in the past. You know, someone does this wrecking bow to, blow towards you, and you still have some health left. Now you won't. You'll be wiped out. But that's not really a survivability issue. That's just paying attention to what's going on. And knowing what's coming. Yeah, Roxiel, that's what I'm talking about. Holding a ward and make it an ability that you have to, I don't know, almost like have to, when you activate it, it becomes your attack button. So you actually have to stop attacking to hold the ward up and it sucks down your magicka. But you can then use that when you know, oh, he's going to do a giant AoE, hold that ward out to protect you. But it would actually be like this would be a ward that, you know, you activated on your bar as a toggleable ability. And when you toggled it on, that meant every attack you did was just generating and holding that ward. So you just like hold down a heavy attack to keep the ward up and it would eat away at your magicka. I like that idea because it would mean that you have to pay attention more to mechanics. Yeah. And it would make more fights dynamic. Yeah, this would definitely not be a, a ward where... Um, ward where you could just i don't know sit there and and hit it you know fire and forget it and this would be kind of like the idea of with medium armor we have a little bit more survivability we still have to hold block but the the medium armor gives us a little bit more survivability so we don't necessarily need the ward but we have to be blocking and not attacking so we block have the medium armor for a little bit more protection for this AOE where casters have to have the wards. They don't have to, but then they have risked the chance of taking too much damage and dying and using the wards. Yeah, like shield block does for stamina. I kind of like that idea. That would at least give the casters um, a little bit more survivability, but they would have to sacrifice their damage to do so. I think at that point they, they should up casters' damage but make people go, hey, you, you know you got damage, but now when big attacks are coming, you're going to die if you don't hold a ward. But this raises another issue of then people going, well, now I'm forced to always have a ward on my bar. Like they were forced to always have a uh, mage light on their bar. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that that's a tough one, especially with such a limited action bar. How do you force people into using a ward? to stay alive obviously maybe when you get crushed and go oh man maybe i need a word for this fight i don't know 
Yeah, I, I kind of like it. it. Drains magic as it takes hits, yeah. But it would make you stop doing your casting, and it would eat away at your magicka. God, if you did that, then people really would start crying about block casting. Block casting. Yeah, this is not already enough complaints about that. Now well, got magic that's why I always wanted to be a toggleable ability. Like, you literally could not attack when you had the ward up. So... That's what I mean, though. There's always people complaining about block casting. If you're saying that the casters can't do it, they, they have to stop doing damage altogether. People would be really angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. Again, here we go with the how do we balance... Unless we make the damage identical for both the both of them, What? how do you make casters more? I actually really like uh, Winona Stealth's idea. Make staffs single slot, and the ward could be equipped, just like a shield. Hmm? So, melee, stamina, users would have a shield... And mages, sorcerers would have a ward. That's neat. I like that idea. Yeah, I do. I yeah, like that I like idea. That. I do like that. Um, make it a staff ability when you block. Yeah, I, I like it. And eat away your magicka. Um, but then, eh, I mean, I don't know. It, it's interesting, but there's so many variables that eat away at stamina at that point because that was often a big problem with stamina. Is yeah, stamina then also had to do CC block. They block CC. Uh, break, sprint, all of that was held into our stamina pool. And that really sucked. Magicka is like, we cast spells. <laughs> um, but making the ward the replacement for what Magicka, so it eats their Magicka, I think that might be beneficial, because then they'd be like, oh, if we're blocking, we're actually removing our damaging ability, which is what happens when melee blocks. Yeah, but not right now, because Magicka's on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> sort out magic first before we start nerfing them even more. They could have done with that that mechanic before 1.6 when we we're trying to come up with ways to balance the two sets out. That actually would have worked pretty well then. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would have been good prior to the, this change. So we're patched too late. Yeah, a little too far. CC break more, roll more. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely can do all of that. It's it's just a matter of. Um, I don't know. This is definitely. I do not envy these guys who have to figure the the, the math out for this because you're you obviously have to make cloth squishier, um, but how do you offset that without doing the same for other classes or making them being removed altogether? Because that's pretty much what was happening before the elder staves online. If you weren't wearing a stick and a dress, you weren't going in. It just wasn't you know unless you were the tank, in which case you often then still wore a dress. A shield. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Dark, dark days. Those days. Having to wear a dress while tanking. <laughs> All right. Anyone have anything they want to say before we kind of end out that discussion topic? I mean, it's it's kind of a scary. It'll go on forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, we're just kind of debating back and forth here and not not much else. Yeah. I'll say I just need to tweak the numbers a little bit so that there's not such a big gap between them. Right. I, I think obviously the tweaking of the numbers is probably the better route. Um, and then still letting people go, hey, if you're going magic or you're going squishy, but no, you can cast more spells. You can uh, obviously do more stuff like that. Um, and you don't need to worry about using your DPS stat to evade. Yes, we can evade more and everything like that with stamina, but it eats into our DPS if we have to run constantly. So Weird game. Definitely weird. All right, guys, we're going to move into the next section, which is the Tales of Tamar. We get to talk about what we did this week in game. 
Uh, Steldine, good sir, how about you? Oh, to my eternal shame, my Templar snuck over the dark side and indulged in a bit of the justice system. I managed to resist for a week, but in the end, I'm just too OCD. I need to have maximum skills and everything, so I had to start thieving so I can at least get the skill line up and finished. Okay. So that was what I did quite a bit of. Um, also ran into a vet DSA again and got to stage 10 and died horribly. <laughs> but we're getting we're getting better. Getting we better. sort of got the hang of it. We, I think next time when we get around to going in there again, I think we'll get it accomplished. Who um, Who's on your team? Um, uh, just a few of my guildmates. We okay. just go in there, kick some butt, mostly. I'm kind of curious what your composition is. Like, can you tell uh, us a little bit about that? Yeah, we got Templar, which is me, obviously. Um, I usually DPS for the vet version. Um, our DK tanks. And we have another Templar for the heals. And a Sorcerer for the DPS. So that's our main setup for it. I have tanked it as well to till stage 10. So we've varied it up a bit here and there. Um, also run the normal one a few times because you actually get good champ points from doing that and a chance for a Master Sword. Mm. And this is where my slight rage of the week comes in. <laughs> because as I mentioned last time, some of the bugs in this game are getting frustrating. Obviously the one I think everyone's familiar with is the loading bug. The one that goes on and on and on and then sometimes never ends, sometimes lets you through about five minutes later. Well, I can almost live with that bug being around if Zoss had actually made, designed their game to keep that sort of thing in mind because I went through 10 stages of DSA to get to the very last one, killed the end boss, went into the glowing light to get to the room to get my chance for a Master Sword. I get hit by the eternal load screen, so I have to crash out. But as soon as you leave the game, even though I've got other people in the instance, the treasure chest disappears. So upon my return, there is no stage 10 treasure chest waiting for me. That was very frustrating. <laughs> so, Ouch. So, yeah, that's a bit, a bit rage-inducing. But such is life. Got over it. Moved on. But okay. yeah, that, that sort of thing is very irritating. Other than that, I think I didn't even do any PvP this week, so that was quiet for me. But... My guild has just set up its first event for next Friday with a plan to run into Helra, so we may get enough sign-ups for that. So that should be fun, our first guild event, as it were, into the trials. Nice, nice. Now, if only you played on the US server, you could take a lonely little Templar DPS, like me. But you're really yeah. good now. But uh, yeah, I'm really good now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is it? Well, we'd be able to take Thais as well, because we don't... We take rank sixes and up, so oh, doesn't bother us. <laughs> we've had a rank one in there before, not with this guild of, or my guild, obviously, but another one. We've taken a rank one in there before, so it all works. I promise I won't heal with my eyes closed. Unless they're spiders. Unless they're spiders. <laughs> I think you're spider-free, so good times. Good time. Well, act. Well, no. Yeah, no. In trials, you would be, but I'd say vet DSA. There are spiders, I think, in the Wamasu map. I think. Uh, actually, there aren't. Aren't there not? I could have swore there was with the poison, but I might be wrong. No, just those ugly plants. Oh, the plants. Yep, yep, yep. They spit acid at you. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Uh, Avi, good sir. What have you done this week? 
All right. So uh, I've basically been continuing what I was doing last week. I've uh, been working on my DC Templar, and I got him to VR4. I actually almost got him to VR5. I was trying to get him to VR5 before the beginning of this episode, and I got him to a 7% left. So I'll get him to VR5 probably when this episode is over. <laughs> but um, besides that, I decided I wanted to make a character that's uh, one of every class. Sorry. And uh, so I had to make a Nightblade and a Sorcerer. So I've been playing them, got them both up to level 10, a little beginner spot. And I started my own guild just to end it off. It's called a Mortal Entity. And uh, it's a PvP guild focused around group content. I'm still the one of the only members in the guild, but I'm getting it organized. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much been my week. A pretty simple week just playing by myself, but having a great time. All right, excellent. Well, Thais and I did get to play a little bit, didn't we? Yes, we together. did. Together. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got to do some questing in Alakir. Do you remember what all we were doing? Oh, no, but, but I was riding around on my guar. You were riding around? Okay, go ahead. Talk about your guar. So, so I was just really, really happy because, you know, I finally was able to play because it took forever for me to download. And and I am, I am going to say I haven't stolen anything yet. Nothing. I, you know, that's the worst part. I do remember that because wow. I'm, I'm, I'm walking around. I do remember one quest we were doing. We were in a bandit camp and... I'm over here stealing. She's like, what are you doing? Stealing. You should steal. You always like stealing. Why don't you steal? But there's there's a reason I haven't, though. Like, I've gone, I've gone, you know, in, into stealth, and I've snuck up behind people just, just to see what it's about, and and everyone that I've gone up to has been, like, medium or, or hard. And I'm like, you know what? I, I really don't want a bounty. I, I really want to be, like, the best that I can possibly be. So I want to wait until I can find... So I can practice. I want to do like, you know, the, the, the easy ones first, make sure I get good at it, get some skill points. The reason Ag is just being murdered by every uh, guard uh, uh, in the uh, vicinity. Uh, I don't get killed that often. Oh, uh, okay. Well, but every still? guard in the world hates me. <laughs> like, I, 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 But that's because he steals from everybody. Oh, yeah. And then, like, runs around like a chicken with his head off. I, I steal hair. from you, though, and I stick your hand, and you're like, what are you doing? I'm in your party. I'm like, oh, sorry, I got confused. <laughs> so I haven't, I actually have not stolen anything yet. Nothing. I am, I am waiting until, like, until it's the right but time. The only way you can get skill points in that ledger main skill is actually to steal. I know. Yeah, but if it's, if it's a medium... And it's only 50%. That's a 50% chance I'm going to fail, which means I'm as bad as you. Well, then you run. Which, ouch. Or you kill them. I don't, I don't want that. Well, I don't oh. want to kill them. Oh, I, I, you know if you uh, one-hit kill stuff, um, like stealth, attack, and kill, uh, you don't get a bounty as long as no one sees you. So sometimes that's easier than stealing. Like, I go, if they if they give me a hard time, like I'm trying to steal and they turn around too often, I'm like, ah, I get tired of it. So I sneak up behind them and I just stab them in the head. And then I take their stuff anyway. Wow. Just to clarify, stealing isn't the only way you can gain experience in the line. Yeah. Any unknown, any unknown, che- unknown chisel chest will give you experience. So. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a I, good thing that you never let me have any of those, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I know someone who got to level nine just from an opening treasure chests. That was all they did. <laughs> Takes a while, but it's a lot of chests to open. But they were level she nine. Rich. Yeah, she is rich. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I'll probably have to go back to to previous zones then and just search for chests, which I've done before. 
I I have done that before, so I'll have to I'll have to do that. But, Lock but... boxes are fun. The strong boxes that are hidden in the different areas, like I search those out because they always have goodies in them, always have good stuff. But they're often very hard, and they're actually the reason why I like them so much is because the I've never seen anything under an intermediate lockbox or a strong box they're almost always master level like strong so you're like you got like three seconds to do all of it it actually is kind of fun because it makes the lock picking somewhat challenging very nice and then i finally got to buy my guar and you know i i know i know i'm, I'm like the evil you know tear eating person and i really should be running around on on my nice tiger mount you know laughing at everybody that doesn't have it but i haven't been as soon as I got my guar, it's the only thing I ride. I sit in town and just ride in circles, just because I like watching my guar. And when you sprint, you like you slap your guars behind. The guar's like, okay, I'm just gonna run now. And it's totally adorable. Like, Spanking like, the guar. His gigantic legs and his head like wobbles back and forth, and he just looks so happy and like you fit so perfectly on the guar. And we're doing quests. I'm not even reading storylines. I'm just watching my guar run through you know sand dunes. And his little T-Rex arms. <laughs> We could like run past a whole horde of spiders if I don't care. Like my guar is happy. I don't care. Guar's happy. <laughs> if you jump off the top of a hill on your guar, your guar's hands like lift up and he lifts his head up and opens his mouth like he's kind of screaming a little bit. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. I started laughing so hard when I first saw it. Sounds like we're gonna jump off cliffs into water with guar. Just, I had to go do it so many times. I'm, I'm, I have to find like a really high cliff now and just, so just <laughs> watch just, your just jump off. There's gonna be a video, like an hour long video of me just finding every cliff and like all the zones and just diving off of it with my guar. <laughs> I'll break lots of guar ankles, but at least I'll be yeah. having fun on the way down. <laughs> little little guar arms. Alright. Oh, okay, alright. All right, that, that was that was my rant. We're okay. almost done with Alakir Desert. Like, I haven't been questing much. I, I, it's been really hard for Ag because I've been I haven't been I have a hard time sitting at my computer with 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 my legs swelling so badly, and so Alakir has been taking us a really long time. Yeah, we got We got, we're almost done. We literally have one temple, and I think the final quest line up. So there's like might be one more delve, and then the, the final area that finishes off the story zone. So we're getting close to finishing that off. And then we get to move on to Bancorai. Do you remember any of the quests that we did? Because I don't know. Was... The bandit one we were doing with uh, the, the bandit that took over for that militia group. Um, we did that one. Um, I really think we only did one. Oh, we went back into a, a town that was full of um, totes adorbs. I can't believe Ragseal said guars or totes adorbs. They, they are pretty awesome. That's ten points for him right there. Ten points. <laughs> well, he's he's the he's my buddy who you say I can't talk to anymore because we talk about scarves that we'll never have. <gasps> You could make a scarf for your guar. And you know what? The guar will be the first person to have a scarf. <laughs> and then I'll steal it from the... Nice. <laughs> Guars are dinosaur chickens. Well, I happen to really like <laughs> dinosaurs. And I like chickens. So, so there we go. All right. Um, no, I think that was honestly... No, we, we went into a town. I'm trying to think what was going on in the town. It's hard for me to find out because I think we are they're um oh mercenaries move oh, the harpies the harpies that attacked the town it was hard for me to remember what was going on because i was uh um 
wanted the entire time, like, kill on sight. So <laughs> it was very hard for me to follow the storyline because I'm trying to listen to this. I remember one part where the quest had, she's like, meet me out in the center of the, of the, the town, the, the town by the well. And she's standing by the well. I'm like, but there's a guard right there. I'm, I'm yelling at him like, yeah, but he's, he's looking the other way. Just like sneak up behind him. And it, it took him, I, I promise you, it took him like 15 minutes to get to the quest giver. By that point, my character had fallen asleep at the bottom of the well and drowned to death. Because he just took so long to get there. That's because I had to be careful of the guards. <laughs> she was going into buildings like, tell me if there's guards in there. Because sometimes you walk into a building and there's guards like right by the door and they grab you as soon as you zone it. Oh, she was fine. Well, she was annoying me. She was sitting there. She was like humping your arm. <laughs> well, she was quiet. She was fine. Oh, she threw my Khajiit off my my desk, and now I'm sad. Do you want to know why you always have a bounty, though? Why they're always after you? Because you're not very good. Well, no, it's a it's a RNG system. You're going to get caught. There's maybe, no way. Maybe e I won't. Even with the easy ones, best chance you get until you get some skill points in it is 80%. Which is pretty much There's 20% chance you fail, and you have terrible luck. Yeah, that's right. You have terrible luck. You'd probably lose at 80% chance. I'd probably lose at 100% chance. You probably would. I don't even know how that's possible. It's, it's possible It's not somehow. mathematically possible, and yet you still fail. Um, actually, you can still fail at 100% chance if someone notices you doing it. So... Are you having a stare-off with my Khajiit? Yes, and I won. She turned away. She did. Oh, that's not nice. Otherwise, I've been doing a lot of dungeons. I obviously try to do my pledges all the time. Um, I haven't got lucky again, Rock, Rock, or not Rock Seal. My goodness, uh, Steldian. So I only have the one set of the blood, the blood spawn. So, oh good, just one, not multiple. Well, I have a set now as well, both bloody light. So no use to me whatsoever. <laughs> but at least I got a set. Yeah, I got a set. Um. I don't know, like, I, I really want to find out, I gotta do some math now, because, like, I really want to switch to, like, heavy armor for, like, two pieces of heavy, but I don't really want to do that if I lose my 12% weapon damage, because that's just awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm rolling the full light right now, um, but I've been playing a lot, my, my weak spot right now is jewelry. Like, I'm legendary VR14 everything else, but my jewelry is terrible, so... Well, you're a Templar, so you get to kill two birds with one stone, get jewelry and two heavy pieces, because the five-set Ravager from PvP is your best in slot. So, there this, we are. This is true. This is this is very true. Um, but I, I need to PvP more to get that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're rich. You can buy it all from the... Um, uh, not not, the not so much anymore, good sir, because... Oh, God, you he's so bad, on? he's got bounty. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I never pay my bounty. Like, never. I, I was sitting at, like, 20,000 gold bounty, and I waited for it to go down. I stayed out of towns for, like, a week. <laughs> I, I refused to pay bounty. No, 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 no. There's also tricks to that, which like going to Cyrodiil or the Hollowed City, and you could do everything you need with a bounty because there's no Thieve Guild in that area. So I, I refuse to, to pay bounty. I either go to the Hollowed City or I go to Cyrodiil to do my banking and all of that stuff. So there's ways around having a high bounty. Um, so I refuse to pay that. But no, I've been, I've been spending... A, obviously, I maxed out my bank. I maxed out my character. 
Um, I've been having to pay the money now to feed my horses, which you don't think is a lot, but I do it on five characters now. Uh, my main, which I still need to max out his uh, stamina. He's like at 23 in that. Uh, but I'm also leveling up my four banker alts um, that have the various crafting skills on them. So they're all getting they're all getting horse maxed out with capacity. Um, so that that that's a thing. Uh, trying to think here, what else did I do? Lot, really, just a lot of pledges, lots of pledges, and I've been leveling my. Um, <clears throat> obviously last week you saw me on the stream I've been leveling my Dunmary Sorceress uh, medium armor dual wield uh, with rock skill we've been having a lot of I've been having so much fun on this melee sorcerer it's like insane why do you got a little frown a little frown, a little frown. Don't your frown. hands are really cold I'm sorry I look over and face is a little frown so I'm like don't frown you'll get a guar don't frown I bought the other guar pet too. Did you? Yeah, I the did. striped guar pet. So, so you have. I, so I have a tiny little guar, and I'm riding my big guar. Big guar and little guar. No, I use like a guar costume. A guar costume. <laughs> guar everywhere. Now, if only you were an Argonian, you would be like. I was just gonna say that. You... But they need to put that in the crown store. Race change. Race change. Yes. Yeah, the Argonian is sort of the the guar costume. Yeah, you're. <laughs> it's all scaly, everything at that point. So I, I really need to be an Argonian. Like it's 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 to the point where it's a necessity now. It needs to happen. I can no longer survive as a human being if I'm not an Argonian. Okay, we right. need race change. That's what I'm hearing. Race yes. change. I want race change so bad. I will throw money at Zoss. Well, you probably would have to, but. Yeah. I would still stay at Nord. I know it's not best in slot. Like I'm DPS, and I know my Nord's not. But I like my Nord too much lore wise to to go anything else. But you actually are a healer, and Argonians have like the increased healing. <laughs> I will throw any amount of Ag's money at Zod. <laughs> yeah, that sounds more like it. Throwing my money at it. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the thing, and. Oh, I, I think that's probably about it. I've been running uh, Banished Cells. That's a fun fight. Um, I've been getting into my little bit of a rage when players are there and, and they don't res other players during boss fights. They think they can you know, DPS it down with 30% health left without a healer or a tank. And uh, that that's always funny. Um I'm at I'm perpetually low on soul gems constantly now. Like I'm always out of them. I I regret selling them when I, I used to get stacks of 100 and I would sell them. And now I really wish I wouldn't have. It wasn't worth the gold. So yeah, that's what I'm working trying to get my money back up. I'm down. I'm almost up to a hundred thousand again, but that's still a little way off. Gotta steal some more. And I've been stealing like crazy. I've been maxing out my uh, my laundering and my stealing cash every day. So. That's yeah, that's same. a thing. Can't help it. I got sticky fingers. All right. I guess that's the end of our tales section. So we're going to move on to the dramatic reading. And this week, we're actually going to stop reading the dungeon lore for right now. We'll continue this later. Because as part of the data mining that Dominoid73 has been doing, he also found a special little bit of lore about Merkmire, and there's probably going to be a set of books with Merkmire called The Tribes of Merkmire. 
So since Thais loves her Argonians so much, figured we'll uh, we'll do this for the next few weeks. So Thais, you want to read all of that? Sure. Tribes of Merkmire, Brightthroats, by Emmanubeth Herent, the Pathfinder Society of Wayrest. A few months ago, I asked a Meyer Dancer elder how many tribes resided in the swamps of Black Marsh. He sat quietly for a long time, as Argonians often do, then pointed behind me. I looked back to see hundreds of torch bugs flitting between the cypress trees, piercing the gloom with flares of green and yellow light. As many as the lights, he said. I could scarcely believe such a claim. Argonians are prone to hyperbole, so I dismissed the elder's proclamation as exaggeration. After spending more time among the natives, however, I'm starting to believe that the elder's count might be closer to accurate than I originally estimated. I have discovered at least 12 distinct tribal groups in Merkmire alone, and I'm convinced that scores more exist. Many of the local tribes are hostile, so direct contact with them is next to impossible, but I've seen far too much evidence of their existence to write them off as myth or legend. These journals will serve as a record of my discoveries as I explore the wilds of Merkmire. I shall begin with the tribe most outsiders meet first. Most outsiders who spend any time in Gideon will likely interact with several of the border tribes. The most no- noteworthy, however, are the Wasik Halilo, or Brightthroats. And by and large, the tribe is composed of cheerful artisans who have enjoyed a fruitful relationship with both outsiders and deep swamp Argonians. The Brightthroats are famous for their rich music and dance tradition, as well as their preternatural talents as woodcarvers. While they make countless items, including musical instruments, kitchenware, armor, and weapons, they are most respected for their kichkis, or seed dolls. These figurines vary in size, sometimes as large as an orc's fist, sometimes as small as a single grain of rice. They almost always depict local animals, but they also carve the seed dolls to resemble eggs or tiny Argonians. Seed dolls are highly sought after, both as protective talismans and works of native art. Cheap imitations are regularly produced by rival border tribes, but a genuine kichki is easy to identify after handling the genuine article. I have purchased several in my time here. My favorite is a small turtle with amber inlays. The carver told me the turtle is a powerful but unruly totem. I never thought of turtles as particularly unruly, but the, but the locals would know, I suppose. I plan to purchase several more before returning to Bankarai and eventually to my home in Wayrest. All right. That's our uh, first week of the Tribes of Merkmire. This is a six-part series. So, um, Thais, you got six more readings of Tribes of Merkmire. What do you think of those? I'm so excited. <laughs> I kind of like this because this is all new lore that's not been any in any other game to my knowledge because we've never really explored Black Marsh in its entirety or even a little bit other than I I think you could go to Black Marsh in uh, Arena. But, of course, Arena, if you really look at the lore of the other games, is probably the most lore-light 
of any of the Elder Scrolls games. There was yeah, very yeah. little lore. A lot of it has changed um, or been retconned out going, yeah, that's not what we envisioned. So this is all new lore that we're learning about Black Marsh. I am, I am so happy right now. So happy. I, I just I love the Argonians. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, I have to find the add-on with potion shortcuts. I think that's uh, was it Gray Mines Quick Bar? I think that's what it is. Uh, Steldian. Actually, I've moved on to another one, which I actually like more because it sticks it right down there perfectly for me. Oh, that was uh, open my long, long list of add-ons. <laughs> advanced, advanced UI. Advanced UI. This one, so. That has a default setting that throws the Grey Mind style hotbar at the bottom next to your attack bar. All right. That's also what uses the group window I've got as well. It's part of the same thing. Are you at a point now where we could do an add-on spotlight? Uh, perfect point, actually, because we're just waiting to get a fourth person to run through Fungal Grotto. So. Excellent. Well, this week's add-on spotlight is Advanced Filters. So, Esteldian, why don't you go ahead and give everyone a little bit of a uh, preview of Advanced Filters and how it works. Yeah, sure. Well, you can see in my rather large bag, I've got a huge, huge amount of crap. Ignore the stolen goods. I'm in denial. That's not mine, honest. Someone's framing me. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got a lot of stuff here, and it does take me a while to slowly trudge through it all. Obviously, I can filter it down to weapons as usual, but the advanced filters kindly adds these tiny little tabs underneath. So I've already clicked on apparel, so it's showing me all my armors. As you can see, I have a lot of armor in here, so it doesn't help me much. But I can now break this down, thanks to advanced filters, into heavy armor only, and medium, light, etc., etc. Clothing, shields, jewelry. So saves me a lot of scrolling up and down by being able to break this down. And it works and everything. Consumables does it as well. So you can break down to find your food, which I got me. I don't use the filter as much as I should because I'm usually looking up and down. In the middle of a fight, if your food runs out, you're like, oh, God, I got to eat. I'm scrolling through my 90 items going, where the hell's my food? Um, this makes it a lot easier to just click there. And there we are, filtered down to my supreme stuff and my roast rabbit. Excellent. And again, with potions, everything you could ask for. So advanced filters, even if you're not someone who likes add-ons much because you like your clean, crisp UI minimalist, that's fine because nothing, nothing appears on the actual screen. It's all just there in your inventory. And who cares if you add a few more details on there if they can help? So definitely worthwhile. I, I love that thing because especially when I'm carrying lots of materials, like uh, I believe it works in the bank too, doesn't it? Yes. It works everywhere, like Guild Bank, everything like that. It's nice to go when you're looking through that going, I just, like, in my bank, uh, specifically, like, I have other banking tunes where I carry stuff off, like my uh, my cooking alt. I hold all the cooking materials of her, because even though I have a 240-slot bank, it's still not enough for everything that I'm holding. Uh, so I carry a thing off on her. So what makes it so easy, instead of having to scroll through the entire list, or even going to the materials and having to scroll through the entire list, I go to materials, I go to it has a little icon for provisioning, and then it only shows me provisioning mats and I can just click and remove all of those items. Makes it so much easier. Advanced filters is like one of the best add-ons out there. And to be honest, it's a shame that uh, this had to be made by a, a person. This should just be part of the game. 
just you could you could say that about a lot of add-ons, to be fair. <laughs> I, I know, but this one almost more than any others with the amount of stuff that they have. This one is just so good; they just need to add it because it's it's great. So until they do, everyone should have advanced filters. It's awesome. All right, we're gonna move on to our guild corner, and with that, uh, Steldian, would you like to say something about your guild? Uh, yeah, we're coming along nicely now, Crucio Sanctorum, on the European server for Daggerfall faction. We've got ourselves 22 active members now, so things are moving along quite nicely. We've actually got enough that we've actually set up a trial for next Friday. Um, that should We've already got eight signed up, I think, so I would expect us to be successfully running that. Um, which means then probably progress into having two raids a week if enough people are interested, and quite possibly one night a week in PvP. All of it is optional, it's, there's nothing mandatory, you're not expected to come on and forced to spend time with us, but if people are interested, they should do. Uh, so if anyone's on Dagfall Faction on European server, ideally in the veteran ranks, but we're not exclusive there, it's just most of our members are in the vet range, uh, so you'll probably have more to do with us if you are a veteran rank. Yeah, come, come to our website, which you can find on DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com and the About Us page, you'll find the website link there, or you can send me an in-game mail and I can direct you there. Uh, that'd be at Asteldian. And that's it. Nice. You know, what's really funny is I was looking at the site stats the other day, and uh, there's a little section called Clicks, which shows when people click links on the site, and there were like three or four people that clicked your guild thing, so that's awesome. Oh, excellent. At least uh, three or four clicks. I don't know if it's individual people or one person, but there were at least three or four clicks, so we know it's getting traffic. <laughs> well, a few of our members have come from the podcast or from people listening. Oh, yeah. yeah Wonder so wonderful community. Avi, good sir. Would you like to yeah. say something about yours? Because I know you're up and going now, right? Yeah, we are. Uh, my guild is Mortal Entity. We are a brand new guild in the North American server for the Daggerfall Covenant. We are uh, based around PvE group content. The guild is still very small, only has three members, but we're really good guys and we're looking for more people interested in helping building a guild and a community around it. Uh, you could in message me in-game at AviOptimal for invite. I have a website coming soon and uh, more information about the guild coming up very soon. Excellent. Maybe if I actually level a DC character at some point, I'll, I'll have to join you guys to do some stuff. Yeah, you got it, man. Eventually, my 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 heart is always Evan Hart Pact. My main will always be my Templar. He's my love. He's the best. But I do want to have one of every faction so I can play with a bunch of people. I will probably spend the least amount of time on AD. <laughs> Start but, working on your DC tune, and I'll get back to my uh, VR6 EP guy and get him up to 14. All right. Alright, I can do that. I, I I think I can overlook an AD tune. See, I, I, there's no way, because I, I don't he's like a Khajiit. Khajiit either. Oh, he's a Khajiit. They're, they're, Would you rather me be a Bosmer? Like, I'm actually just, liking the Bosmer more and more. Like, There's just no good race in that faction. Just go Imperial. Go Imperial, yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. Right. Just right. make an Imperial, I'm Imperial AD. I'm Imperial. I like the Khajiit, though. I like the way they speak. They crack I like me their up. Pa I like their passives. Yeah, the passives are good. I generally play DPS characters. So. Yeah. I, I like the way they speak. 
but they're still they're just i've seen so many pictures of real life like when like these african kids are like herding lions into their things and one of them shows like this kid grabbing the lion by the back paws and dragging him so its claws are in the ground and the caption's like khajiit is innocent of this crime <laughs> it cracks me up every time seeing a lion in a cage just goes khajiit is innocent of this crime i love it I love the Khajiit. They're like the best beast race. And I actually do like Khajiit. I would play one. Um, obviously, it would have to be a Nightblade because I don't know what else he could do. Your Khajiit is really, really cool. Looking. I do have that little white Siberian tiger look in Khajiit. Yeah. I was very jealous when, when he came out. <laughs> Amazing. I had to go back. I redid my Khajiit like six times and it just... Couldn't match up mine. Nope. Like, well, hello, little Khajiit. We got another one here. All right. Um, well, we got a couple things to talk about here about Wings of Fate, which is the uh, community guild for the Dungeon Crawler Network and Tales of Tamriel. We've been on a recruiting spree, and we've got lots of people now in the guild. We are up to, Roxiel told me in chat, up to 281 as of before the show. So, um, we're obviously moving. We have a trader this week in, in Rift. In the Rift. Now, that's going to change tomorrow. We, we bid on a different trader. We'll see if we win it. Um, we've had a very active group this past few days. A bunch of players came in. We're rather talkative. So if you want to join us to trade as well as chat and, and uh, you know hang out, that's awesome. You'll probably find groups as well because we are a multi-faction with lots of people in both AD, DC, and EP. Um, I always check in guild whenever I run dungeons first to see if anyone wants to go with me. So uh, We do other things as well as that. We're also going to be doing... Um, probably a Cyrodiil PvP day, which won't be PvP, it'll probably be Dolmen closing, uh, for EP side of things. So if you have an EP character, that's going to be coming up, but I'll talk about it more next week, because I want to do a, like a, um, a Dolmen closing day for EP, where everyone goes out, we'll just close Dolmens and, and go around until they're all closed. So that'll be coming up, and I will give more news about that next week. Um, if you're interested in joining, of course, you can either send us a message uh, from the website itself. You can send me a message in game. That's at Agelos, A-G-G-E-L-O-S. Um, you can actually message anyone in the guild and they will invite. Uh, Avi Optimal, which, what is yours again? Yeah, it's at Avi Optimal. Uh, Avi Optimal, uh, at Tear Eater when she's on. Poor girl's been sick, though. She's not really on that much. Um, I would say Esteldian, but he's on the EU. So. Maybe he'll change and come over to us. I don't know. Are you kidding? I can't get a good ping rate over here. <laughs> well, come on, then. I can't get a good ping rate, period. I'm on DSL. Come on, now. We're, we'll all be on the same boat. It'll be great. Which soon we might have fiber. We might. We might have fiber. Might. Oh. Might. Might. That, that's a huge might. That's a huge might. A still a huge might. Um, so, yeah. Now, before we move on, if before we go into that, we have a weekly raffle to do. For those who don't know about our, our Wings of Fate raffle, what we do is each week, um, if we hit 50k donations, we do a raffle for everyone who donated. If you're interested in donating, you can either donate 1,000 gold per ticket that you want, either send it to me or to the guild or put it to, into the guild bank. Um, honestly, it's easier if you just send it to me because then I can pull it out and throw it in later and I can add you in. I don't want to accidentally miss people if I'm rearranging the bank because sometimes you lose data. Uh, I've been getting in the habit of checking, so I haven't lost any yet that I know of, but 
it's just easier. Uh, but either way works. And what we do is then we do random.org. I have a little spreadsheet out there that everyone can view so you can see the amount of tickets you have in there. And we do random.org, pick a random number, and that person gets 30% of the gold that we earned that week. The rest of the gold goes uh, towards us bidding on guild traders so we can continue to compete and sell our stuff. So this week, um, oops, helps if I type in random.org correctly. Um, this week we had 77 entries. So let's see here. We'll go two to what? 78. 78. And the winner is number 44 on the list. And that is Sample My Gravy. All right, Sample My Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> nice name. I like that name. All right. Uh, good, sir. I will mail you your winnings in game. So congratulations. And remember, everyone, that a new um, a new raffle starts every week after we pick a winner. So good job. And uh, thanks so much for everyone who participated. Good amount of activity this week. We should hopefully win our bid on our due trader. So that's awesome. All right. That's... Uh, that's about it. We're going to move into our final thoughts. So, Thais, your ladies first. Final thoughts. I am just very, very happy I was able to make it to the show. And I will be taking a nap afterwards. <laughs> and I'm really excited that I am going to be reading all about our unions in the upcoming shows because they are my favorite race, and it's going to be amazing. And I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I do. <sighs> yes. So, yes. Great show. Excellent. Uh, Avi, good sir. All right, thank you again for having me back. Love being here. Thank everybody in the chat for showing up. Uh, I'm loving the community in the game right now. All the new people that are coming into the game, welcome and glad to have you. Excellent. Uh, Steldian, good sir. Uh, yeah, it was a great show. Um, Dave, make sure you don't watch the stream because we're in the dungeon with spiders. So <laughs> don't be staring at that at all. But yeah, it's a fun show. It's always nice to talk some ESO. Always nice. Um, yeah, I want to thank everyone for coming out. Everyone in the chat room, you guys are great. Uh, we do have a pretty active chat room now. So if you haven't showed up to a live show, maybe you should, you know, because they're a lot of fun. We get the chat. We obviously interact with the chat room when, if it's relevant um, or if I see it, which I normally do because I'm not paying attention to the notes like I should be. I'm watching chat. Um yeah, it was definitely a fun show. We had a lot of news to talk about this week, a whole lot of news. So that was that was definitely a change where we didn't have to make stuff up and go from there. So that was fun. We had a fun weekend game. And, of course, anyone who's interested in joining us in any of the guilds that we represent, come on out, play with us. Give us something else to talk about in the, uh, the Tales section because, you know, your name might get dropped. Normally only if you do something really good or you do something really bad. So your choice. Um, so yeah, that, that's about it. Come out next week. We record every Sunday at 3. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So everyone have a wonderful night. Bye. 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 You just listened to another episode of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. If you want to get involved, please be sure to check out our website at www.dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. 
Please be sure to follow us on our social media and YouTube channels. We can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, on Twitter at dungeoncrawlnet, and at Tales of Tamriel, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales of Tamriel podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next time.